All right, Rabbi Good, good morning, good morning. Let us let us begin. So we actually have a smaller a smaller section to do in Mer Hashem today. We're picking up in Parak Yotes, and we are in Mer Hashem engaging or embarking on the exciting exciting topic of Dvekos. So the Ramchal again, we actually began it. We began it yesterday, and the Ramchal described Dvekos as this feeling of all consumed. Connection with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, that I'm connected with the Rebbeinu Shalom to the point that I see nothing else. I see absolutely nothing else but Hakadosh Baruch Hu in the moment of that connection. So, if you remember again, that Amchal said, as beautiful as it is to think about achieving this state of being in all times in life, but at least to try to achieve it in our state of avoda, when we're actually serving Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Which would then mean effectively that when I am serving Hashem, the goal is to reach a sense of connection that's all consuming. When I serve Hashem, I'm focused on nothing else but the Ribbono Shalom. So Amchal says, Torah itself has spoken to us about the concept, the need, and the importance of the Vekos many times. Again, Siddharam so Chal is just going to quote a number of psukim which highlight this dynamic of Dveikos. For example, the Torah says to love Hashem and to cling to Him. Cling to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. David Amar. David says, my soul, my soul clings to you, Hashem. And obviously the theme of all of these psukim are the same, which is, That ultimately, the goal is that a person should have a sense of dveikos, a sense of connection to Hashem. Again, what does it mean to have dveikos? That ultimately a person is unable to separate himself and to move himself away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So we'll say, it, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful idea. And we also understand now why this is in the section, the particular chapter of Hasidus. Because we'll say, the truth is, do you need Dveikos in order to be a tzaddik? Do you need Dveikos? No. In other words, what do I need in order to be a tzaddik? I need to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Right? I need to be dutiful in my obligations. What he's describing over here is an enhanced level of relationship where a person is just totally connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now remember again, this is why the Ramchal did what he did before, which is the definition of total connection is that I see nothing else except HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In other words, connection means I'm not attentive to anything else going on around me except the Ribbono Shal Olam. Again, like we said before, ideally to have this in all areas at all times of life, but at least when I'm serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to have that sense of connection. He goes on, said, The used three expressions of love. Three expressions of love when it comes ultimately to expressing his love for Klav Yisrael. Now, this is actually, this is actually quite amazing. Where do we find the three expressions of love? We find them, interestingly enough, in the section of Shechem ben Hamor. Now remember again, Shechem, I abducted and violated Dina. But remember again, the Torah uses very interesting emotional lotion between Shechem and Dina. Not between Dina and Shechem, but between Shechem and Dina. What does the Torah say by Shechem? The Torah says, Dvika 
Chashiko Chafitza. So we'll say, if, if, you, if you notice this, it's very interesting. So the Lashon over here is Dvika. So Dvekos. So Dvekos means again to cling to something. Chashiko. Chashiko means like to desire something. Chafitza means to want something. So there's clinging, there's desiring, and there's wanting. Tremachal understands that these are all expressions of love. All expressions of love. He goes on to say, mamish, and I will say we're going to see that these three expressions, these three expressions are really components of what it means to love. It's, it's actually interesting. In, in the footnote over here, I'm just going to read to you the footnote that I have in, uh, in my edition. He says, Now, don't be confused here, because remember again, Ramchal himself, at the beginning of this chapter, spoke about that love is comprised of three different parts, right? Simcha, joy, dveikos, clinging, and kino, right? We'll see like, uh, like well, I'll use the word zealotry right now, but, but we'll redefine it in just a little bit. So, we'll say, so again, Ramchal is not contradicting what he said before. Rather, what he's saying over here is, Ella, what it really means, Rabbi is that it's, it's actually quite fascinating. So love has three components, as Ramchal said, right? The three components of love, simcha, dveikos, kina. Now, what's interesting is really what he means to say is dveikos has three components to it, right? Three, what are the three components of dveikos? That's dvika, what he calls, okay, dveikos, chashika, right? A desire and a chafitza, and the wanting of something. And these are ultimately, again, the three parts of love. Now, I will say, now what that means is, when a person is in love with something, so love manifests itself in three ways. The overarching principle, or the overarching part that we're talking about over here is dvegos, a desire to want to be one with that thing. But in addition to that, there's a chashika, there's a desire. This Yabo say desire is a strong word, right? Desire is an all-consuming word. When you desire something, ultimately, again, what does desire do? Say, what does desire do? By the way, this is good desire and bad desire. But what does desire do? Desire like blocks everything else out, right? It just pushes you towards that one thing and blocks everything else out. Chafitza also, when you want something, right? When you I should say chashika chafitza, when you want something. Ultimately, it blocks everything else out as well. I become hyper-focused. So, so the theme is the same in all of these things. The whole chap of dveikos is that I'm focused on one thing to the exclusion of everything else. Vahainu. So he goes on. Vahainu. Hatashuka shazaharti. Hadveikos vanachos vaoneg. Halimtsa beisik inyanav shel hanehav. So we'll say again, he's just describing the same dynamic, just using different words. The dveikas, the clinging, the nachos, the, the pleasure, the oneg, the joy that comes from ultimately being involved with someone or something you love. So I will say, this brings to a close the section of dveikos. So it's over here that Ramchal has described to us again what it means to be davuk, 
to cling to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to the exclusion of everything else. I have nothing else in my mind, nothing else in my life except HaKadosh Baruch Hu. An ideal way to live life, but if I can't live life like that, at least to try to capture this dynamic, this feeling when I'm serving in Kodesh Baruch Hu. I will say just two more lines. Hasheni hu asimcha. Now remember again, the second level, or the second, we'll call it the second part of love. The second part of love is simcha. So I will say, what, is, what does this mean? Vehi ikar gadol ba'avoda. Now I will say, the truth is, this is not really, yeah, this is the second part of love. Second part of love. So I will say, what is the second part of love? Simcha. What does it mean? What does that mean? Simcha, joy, is a very important part of Yiddishkeit. This is what David HaMelech means when he says, literally, with Simcha, come up before him with rejoicing. So we'll say a very profound idea that the Shechina ultimately only resides in a person when? Only resides in a person when there is Simcha Shal Mitzvah. Now we'll say, what's interesting about this is as follows. We haven't yet defined what exactly Simcha is, but Lamaisi, here's what I know. What I know is that connection with Hashem can only take place within a framework of joy. Of joy. Now, also one of the things we're going to establish is that in Yiddishkeit, so right, simcha does not necessarily mean the same thing as happiness. Right? Happiness we often define as an emotional state of being when a person feels happy, joyous, uplifted, jovial, right? Often marked by a smile on my face and a general like, like a good disposition, which is fantastic, right? Halavai, we should all be zocha to happiness. Simcha is something a little bit different. Simcha, simcha is a feeling of accomplishment, right? Simcha is the feeling, sometimes it's easier to describe something, not by what it is, but the context in which it occurs. So simcha is the feeling you have when you know that you're leading a meaningful life. Simcha is the feeling that you have when you know that you're doing the right thing. Simcha is the feeling that you have when you know that you're going down the right path in life. That's true simcha. The point that Ramchal is making over here is that the only way to have connection with Hashem is in the framework of simcha. A person has to be in a state of joy. A person has to be in a good place in order to be able to have a relationship with Hashem. Now, you'll say to yourself, one second, that's not true. Sometimes the most intense connections with Hashem are when? Are when? Are during times of tzara, during times of difficulty, during times of sadness, adversity, challenge. That's true, but that's episodic. A sustained relationship with Hashem has to occur in a state of simcha. So we'll stop over here for today. We'll pick up Emirates Hashem with a deeper understanding of simcha tomorrow. I think that's it. Good. We'll stop here for today. Mirat Hashem, we pick up with this Medrash of Rabbi Ibu and Mirat Hashem tomorrow. Shkoyach.